Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, everyone. This is the 1FM Live and Local. This is your weekly motorsport news, Sport and Road. It is recorded on a Saturday morning. Fantastic. In the studio here, first of all, is myself, Craig Stott, and we also have... Johnny Painter here. G'day, folks. Good morning. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah. How's your week been? It's been a quiet week, really. Haven't done a lot, but... um, I'm off. Uh, once we finish here, I'm heading to Mount Gambia. I want to um, head down there on the motorcycle. I'm looking forward to a good ride, and uh, I'm going to head down to Mount Gambia, so I'll be down there later this evening. And uh, I've got the, um, the what they call it, the uh, Senior Master of Mac Park. It's the old bikes and the old riders, and uh, uh, I'm just going down as a spectator, so I'm just having a, well, that's different. Having a night away and go down some good folks, and I can sit back and in, uh, enjoy a frosty drink and uh, oh, okay. watch some motorbike races instead oh. of having to be sitting up in the office running the show. It's <laughs> going to be different. <laughs> it will be different, it's yeah. going to be different, yep, no worries yeah, I'm a bit all. different too because I'm going to a 21st tonight. Yep. A lovely young lady, one of the dairy farmer's daughters, uh-huh, yep. her 21st. And yep. And it's not often Karen and I spend time together and no, then go into a 21st. It is going to be nice. So unfortunately, I apologise to the listeners, but uh, quality time to keep yep. oh, yeah. everything happy is good. For sure. And yep. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's good. And the following week we have, uh, shall we say, the Newcastle race at yes. home. Yes. All the people that normally go to Bathurst will be at our place. Uh-huh. And Tucker on for four days and looking, a few cans to maybe too. had too. So no, looking forward to that. We are one of the interesting parts. I found um, I was uh, doing the um, usual investigation work to work out what we're going to talk about for our show today. And I was doing that on Thursday, and um, while I'm sort of running through looking bits and pieces, I had the TV on in the background, and it was just a video of the Indian Pacific the train running across Australia, they'd um, got to Adelaide and they'd left Adelaide, come up to Crystal Brook, turned towards Broken Hill and they were sort of heading for Sydney and it was just just cameras on the locomotives and in the cab and on the carriages and just no commentary, no nothing, no words, just the sound of the train going along. It was just went for about two and a half, three hours on, uh, on telly. It was just absolutely interesting. And they uh, turn the camera around to, you know, they show the drivers and where the controls are and what they're doing. And there's this bloke sitting there with a long ponytail, Pacific National hat on. And it was one of the uh, historic motorcycle races driving the train. Oh, well, <laughs> what a small so, world. So if I see him on Sunday, I'll give him some grief. No worries at all. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I'll probably ask him, can you autograph me hat or something? Yeah, just for a bit of fun. <laughs> Sounds like fun, yeah, but no, that weekend away is also good. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I knew he was the train driver, but here he is, um, a double NR-class locomotives and uh, probably had about 28 carriages on the back of it. It was uh, over a kilometre and a half long. Just incredible. Mm. Oh, well done. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, that was was fantastic, yeah. Coming into the studio today, Mm. I saw two cars behind me. They are cars. They had four wheels on the ground, but only one headlight on each. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, oh, this is ridiculous. One 
I had one behind me, then one cut in front, and oh, here we go, two. Mm. And you look forward, and there's a truck with no only one headlight, so yep. something's got to be done shortly. Yeah, around here. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that leads me into a fantastic sponsors we've got it here. It really does, mate. Yeah, we've, we've got we really are lucky, aren't we? Oh, yeah. with our sponsors. Yeah, we've got Goodyear Auto Care or Central Tires, as some people still remember them being. Yep. Well, they still are, but um, yeah. They're mm. badged as Goodyear Auto. Exactly. And, um, yeah, they look after all your tyres. They've got a fantastic range of tyres in stock itself. If not, they'll get one in, get the tyres in that you prefer yourself. You know, some people might want to do Michelin or someone want to do something different, you know. Yep. But uh, even your four-wheel, even your f- tractor tyres and your four-wheel drive tyres, they do the whole lot. So um, not quite sure how good your tyres are. Go down there and they'll have a quick look at it and let you know as the condition of your tyres. Yeah, that's great. Are they fantastic? Uh, and it's also, you've got to remember with the tyres, it's not just how much tread is on the tyre. It's also an age too. There is a yep. date on every tyre. Exactly, yeah. So you've just got to be careful with the dates too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you only use the car once a year or twice a year. Yeah, they can deteriorate They really certainly quickly. can. Yeah, and exactly. you don't see it all. It's more of the inside mm, where it right. starts on the bead and then all sorts of things happen. And then the wind inside starts to get out and, yeah, you're constantly pumping the you're things in, up. And you're yeah, in exactly. trouble, yeah. They've mm. also got a full range of automotive batteries, so yep. it won't be long before that section will be oh, very yes. busy going to be coming tested. up to the cold weather. going to be tested soon, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, people just, you've got to realise that batteries they don't last forever and inside it's a chemical reaction that yeah. creates the electrical charge that's correct and mm. if it's not right with you know mm. the lead starting to fall off they can get internal short mm. you lose one cell of a battery mm. so that dead cell is drawing the voltage out of the other yep. five cells because most all cells are two volts you turn the key and guess what you go click 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 <laughs> sounds like a machine gun exactly and then happens. when that happens you've got a late model car that sends up all vehicle codes yep for sure yeah, and you get too many codes it has to go straight back to the dealer yep because they're, they're the only ones that can uh, take them out take a lot of people with scan tools can do basic things but uh, yeah yeah otherwise mm. you can speak a lot of people can do, but you're up yeah. to twenty thousand dollars for a scan tool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just and if you're if you're a universal mechanic and you've, you you're thinking of buying that, well, that's not going to do everything because you've no. got a European, you've got that's your, exactly right. Yeah, Japanese, American, Korean, American, Chinese it. now. Yeah, so yeah, you've got mm. to sort of go a scan tool for each sort of era. Mm, exactly right, and that soon mounts up money. It but does either that. way, you think they charge the moon at all, but you start looking at the tools they've got oh, there. Yeah. Absolutely. Because our other wonderful sponsors have got the same thing for motorcycles as well. And uh, the Shepparton Motorcycle Group, the old AJ site in Purcell Street, still banging along there quite nicely. That's the home of KTM, uh, all the dirt bike range and uh, adventure bikes. And also the uh, Can-Am Spiders, you can get those there. And they have a full range of um, off-road uh, farm machinery and quads and um, side-by-sides. And they they've, have the also whole got, they've also got... Cl- Grip warmers too, yep, haven't got they? All the accessories you'll you need that ever want coming yeah. up to the winter. It's coming up to the stage where it's nice to have um, heated grips. Yeah, because it yeah. didn't have a real hot summer no, this year, we so didn't. Yeah. it might mm. be a, a cold winter. Yeah, very possible. I know my tiger's got heated grips, and uh, they're going to be used. I'd reckon they'll be used on Sunday morning down at Mount Gambier at the track. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a problem. It's good. And also, they have the second site in Benalla Road. They're next to where they're building that new service station. Yeah, we really set, do need uh, another. 
another, another 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although they do Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah, this is true, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other site does Krispy Kreme too. And yep. There are other donut companies around and there's a good yeah, one. exactly right. Or if you're going to advertise Daniel Donut, they are fantastic. Not bad either, yeah. Yeah, we've all tried them. We don't mm-hmm. want to admit to it, but <laughs> our tummies show yeah, it, don't true. they? Yeah, and the household site, that's Honda, of course. That's uh, any of the um, farm machinery, mowers, whippersnippers, all the brush cutters, all those sort of things. And they're four-stroke. Yeah, they're all four-stroke. None of need to mix fuel. And, of course, they have the Segway range there too of um, off-road do. farm vehicles. So they're side-by-sides, quads, all those sort of things. Oh, yeah. And the Got bikes, the, whole the lot. four-wheel bikes look fantastic. Well, they certainly so do, I've got yeah. paperwork on one of them. So. Yeah, they don't look bad at all. Mm. So well, why yeah. don't we get into the show? I think we should. Yep. We had a motorcycle race at the weekend. We did, and I it even was, saw it at work. Yeah, it was I was um, watching. The first round of the uh, World Superbike Championship and also a round of the Australian Superbike, Superbike. Championship. So, yeah, it was really good. Uh, the notes I found here, um, round one of Phillip Island, are from the riders, the top three riders, and they had a chat to them to find out what they thought of the weekend. Navarro Batista, he was three out of three. He had three wins. Three starts, three wins, including the Super Pole race. Uh, somebody said, well, maybe we should just not call it Super Bike Championship. We'll call it the, the Ducati Championship. <laughs> <laughs> but he was uh, unstoppable. And he said, it's a dream weekend. Undoubtedly the best way to start the season. Also because we have shown that we were very fast in all conditions, both in the rain and with different temperatures. I'm very happy on, I think, my team who put me in a position to be able to get these results. And yeah, the bike was absolutely awesome. Okay, second was Andrea Locatelli, P2. It was an interesting race day for us. In race two, we were closer to the front in the first part, especially the first five laps. But we know it was a bit difficult to try and follow the Ducati at this track. We are competitive to also be on the podium this morning, but I could not take the passes needed to also be there in the Super Pole race. To finish the weekend with one podium in the long race, I'm really happy, especially at Phillip Island. It is something special. I'm really proud of my team because we are working well during the test and also in the race weekend. Unforgettably, we crashed during free practice too. And maybe we lost a little bit in feeling, especially in the front but I think it is probably one of the best weekends of my World Superbike career so far. Next week we have the opportunity, so we are looking forward to Mandalaka and to see what happens there. Thank you to Yamaha and my team for giving me a great bike and such a good support. Absolutely great words from Andrea. And then Jonathan Ray, who was uh, finished in position three on the weekend. It was a difficult weekend and a bit of a mixed bag. But we've got to make take some positives because we've been fast in certain areas, but consistently not good enough. We really struggle with setup and some factors out there. In the Super Pole race, I was not fast enough, but I was faster than the group I was in. Dominic Agurta came in at T4 and almost took me into the grapple, so I had to rebuild my race. It's hard to uh, put it all together and understand where we fell short. But it was clear today that in the long second race that we did not nail a setup. There were miles off at the end of the race, and even after looking after my tyres, using short lines, doing everything in my experience to manage the race, we were still nowhere. We can do much better, but the bike setup wasn't working today, not like normal. So hopefully 
we can understand why. Put that aside and start again from zero at Mandalika for the next round. Hmm. Okay, we might as well keep going to yep. P13, and that was the Aussie. Yep, was regarding. Yep. First of all, I'd like to apologise to Dommy for the Tissot Super Pole race crash. I'm really sorry. We both could have made a good result. Anyway, we have got to be happy with our pace, and we were fighting for the podium positions, which was beyond our expectations before this weekend. Starting from so far back on the grid in race two, it didn't help. But that's a lesson in for the future. Now we turn our focus to Indonesia, where we'll try and replicate the pace and potentially we showed this weekend. Exactly. Well, well said, Remy. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite. Um, he's changed his tune a little bit, maybe has, grown up a little bit. Starting to, I think, yeah, maybe he's coming into this yeah. team and into World Superbikes. Yeah, I don't know whether Dad was there. I didn't see. I'm not sure at didn't all. I didn't see that either. Yeah. Now, the results over the weekend the first three on each of the races in race one Alvaro Batista from Jonathan Ray and Top Rack. The Super Pole race. So we had Batista, uh, Rinaldi, and Top Rack again. And then race three, we've got Batista again, Rinaldi, and then Locatelli. So the um, place getters on each of them are all up and all over the place, except for Rinaldi with two seconds. Yeah, it's. Hmm. So, so the World Championship standings at the moment look like this. Andrea Locatelli, no, Alvaro Batista leads it, of course, with uh, a clean sweep. And then Locatelli in his Yamaha. Jonathan Ray's in third. On third, yep. We've got Rinaldi. On 31 points. Yep. Rinaldi yep. is on 31 as well. Yep. Axel Bassani is on, on 25, 25 points yep. on his Ducati. Top Rack is on 23 on his Yamaha. And Ica Lecuono. 22 on a Honda. Yep. Philip Otel. 20 on a Ducati. And ninth position, we have Danilio Petrucci. It was 15 on a Ducati. Xavier Fierce in 10th. And 14 points on Honda. Dominic Goethe. 12 points on a Yamaha. He's 11th. Scott Redding. 10 on a BMW. And then 13th place, Remy Gardner. He's 10 points on no his Yamaha. At all. We also had a round of the the first round of the Australian right. Superbike Championships. And um, the, 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 the results look like this in the championship now. We have Josh Waters on 76 points. Troy now, the 76 is interesting because he gets 25 points per for a win. He had three wins, which gives him 75, and he also had an extra special point for pole position. Oh, okay. So he's got. But seven. that was pole position on all three races, or just one I'm race? I'm not sure, but he definitely got a, a pole position point, so he's sitting on 76 points. Okay, Troy Hurstford, he was on 50, got 53 points. Mad Mike Jones also 53. Glenn Alderton, 50 points. And Crew Halliday's on 40. Same as Arthur Sississi. Yep. On 40. Ted Collins also on 40. Brian Starling, Starring, 38 points. Matt Waters, 34 points. And then Brock Pearson on, on 33. 33. Yeah, exactly right. So the uh, Australian Championships, a lot of very, very close points there, but uh, over the three races, there was some really good racing on that one. It was great. Once again, what won it? A Ducati. Ducati, yes. <laughs> won all three races for Josh Waters, but uh, it really was um, a great race. So next week, or this weekend. That's Indonesia, Mandalika. Television this afternoon. Yeah. We've got uh, the Mandalika, yeah. Let's, a bit of information about it. Hmm. Pole position on the circuit is, is on, on the, the left-hand left. side. Yeah. The length of the track is 4.300 kilometres. Yep, there are 17 corners. 
There is uh, 11 right-hand corners. And six left-handers. Well, that equals 17, so they're probably right there. I think they're fairly close, yep. Start finish straight is 723 metres. That's right, no worries at all. Now, the race schedule, our time today, we've got uh, 11.30 till 12 o'clock. Free practice three for World Superbike. Five to one to quarter past one, World Superbike Super Pole. And 20 to two to, um, well, virtually five to two. Super Pole World Superbike. Three o'clock is um, World SSP Race One. Yeah, Superbike Race One at 16.30, half past four. And then Sunday, 11.30 to 11.45, World Superbike Warm Up. Mm-hmm. Then we've got 11.55 to 12.10, we've got the World Supersport Warm Up. And uh, 1.30... We have uh, World Superbike Super Pole Race. Yep, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, World Super Sport Race 2. And 4.30, we have World Superbike Race 2. And you'll get coverage on all of that on um, Fox Sports Channel 506. And I think um, there will be ha- uh, packages on uh, the other channel. I've gone blank on that. KO yeah. and... Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no worries. I'll have uh, other ones on that one too. MotoGP fires up this month too. Uh, the first race comes, it's going to be in Portugal at the Algarve International Circuit. Two weeks' time. And that's the 27th of March. And it's uh, on the Monday because the race starts at 12 a.m. outside time. midnight. <laughs> so we'll have to be up a little late for that one. No worries at all. That'll be the first race of the MotoGP Championship for 2023. Now, they had a bit of a poll amongst some of the drivers. Um, so who will win the uh, Repco Supercars Championship? Uh, we're going to get on four wheels now. Yeah, we that's sure are. Part. Exactly. But before we do, I think we can have a quick sponsor break. With our tonsils and yep. get into the sponsor exactly break. Exactly right. Back we'll- in a minute, fellas. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipments. The Snala ATV bike is capable of carrying heavy loads and is a powerful and technologically advanced four-wheeler. The Fugelman UT10 petrol UTV is one tough machine. Designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. And fear no place with the villain SX10, combining extreme performance with modern aerodynamic design. Segway Power Sports is here. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Benella Road or visit our website, shepherdandmpe.com.au. LMCT double one eight one nine. One FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's One FM Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepton. Phone 58 219 Station sponsor. When you see the Keep Tracks Clear sign at a rail crossing, it's not a suggestion. It's not there for show. It's a rule to live by every single day. As we remove 85 dangerous and congested level crossings across the state, drive safely around those still on our streets. It could save your life. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. Station sponsor. 
Not a bad ad, that one. That's a good one, yeah, yeah. exactly. So many people try and cheat when the boom gates are down, you know, walking across yeah, the classic. Yeah. Trying to, I've, oh, I've seen them go round the boom gates trying to get across because yeah, right. they, they might be 10 seconds late. Yeah, as the boom yeah. gate comes down, I don't yeah. know, my sphincter would be that close and yeah. I'd foot down on the throttle and I'd be out of there oh, whichever way exactly I could go. right, yeah. Yeah, even if I had to do a U-turn and go back out the way I was coming from, you know, I'd be gone. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on the railway line waiting for you in the first place. Yeah. No. I actually got two to that in Shep um, on Wednesday going home. I stopped at a green light because there was no room at the other end of the side of the intersection. The woman behind started tooting at me because the right was green. They got no idea. Some of them, absolutely no idea. Mm. No. Right hey, now, let's get who's, back into who's going to win the 2023 championship. This is a report from uh, Supercars.com, and the reporter was James Pavey. Now, this is the first year of the Gen 3 era bodies to produce a blockbuster championship season. Van Gisbergen is arguably the favourite, having dominated in 21 and 22 seasons. However, with such change, all drivers and teams are back to zero. Good comment. There is no form guide heading to next weekend season opening thrifty Newcastle 500. Gizzy has won 36 of the last 65 races, dating back to the 2020 Bathurst 1000 and is closing in on 100 career race victories. That's not bad going, is it? No, it's not bad at mm. all, but there's quite a few th- oh, yeah. milestones happening yep. this year. Oh, yeah. However, several drivers showed last year that they could take take it to him and beat him, and with the new cars, many more drivers could throw their hats into the ring. In Supercars poll, they were asking people who would think of that, that um, you know, we're not going to do that, but the favourites. Shane Van Gisburn won 21 races last year, in the final season of the Gen 2 regulations with driver and car completely in sync. Then we had Cam Waters, Chas Mostert, Anton Di Pasquale and Will Davison all challenged and, and defeated the Kiwi at times during 2022. Waters and Van Gisbergen were often in combat on the track. Di Pascal, Anton mounted a title challenge early on and both Chas and Will won multiple races. The Red Bull Racing, Shell V Power Racing teams, Tickford Racing and Walkinshaw Andretti United shared all 34 wins in 2022. Mm. There is an air of expectation that the best is yet to come from Waters, Mosfet and Anton Di Pasquale. Only Mosfet has reached the age of 30. Davidson, meanwhile, provided proved in 2022 that he can dominate the field when he's on taking nine armour all poles and three wins Now the dark horses Brock Feeney was a model of consistency in his first season at the top flight and he ended the year with victory at the Velo Adelaide 500 Red Bull and Poles Racing moved to replace Jamie Wincup with a rookie was vindicated with Feeney showing he was no pushover Gizzy had won 75 wins to Feeney's 1, 483 race starts to Feeney's 36. However, Feeney, he's only just getting started. Can he do what Winkup did to Craig Lowndes and take that upper hand at Triple Eight? Then there's Nick Perkat, who hasn't shown his hand yet with Walkinshaw Andretti, while Erebus Motorsport has two hungry young guns in Will Brown and Brody Kostecki. Andre Heimgartner showed glimpses of his impressive skills in his first session with BJR and uh, also topped the Sydney Test, although that day didn't offer much of a form guide for the season. Heimgartner and BJR appeared faultless and could prove a pest for the front runners this year. 
Okay, let's get into the, some veterans. Mm. James Courtney and Mark Frosty Winterbottom. Yep. Are both former series champions on the wrong side of 40. But the fire is still burning. The Gen 3 could be the tonic to return them to the front. Then there's David Reynolds, who was reborn by a renewed Penrite racing outfit, which pushed him to two poles and seven podiums last year. What about Scotty Pye? is a race winner, and Tim Slade has joined the resurgent Premier Racing. Which of these drivers can spring the biggest upset? And then we have the rookies. Declan Fraser, Matt Pine, Cameron Hill all joined the main game after reason battling for the Super 2 title. Honours eventually went Fraser's way, but Payne and Hill showed that they have the metal to go to war on the track when necessary. It's arguably one of the most impressive rookie crops in years. All three drivers have big titles to the names. Hill winning the Carrera Cup in 21. Payne, a Kiwi, karting prodigy. And all three drivers have veteran teammates in their corner. Payne with David Reynolds, Hill with Jack LeBrock, and Fraser the none other than Cam Waters. James Courtney and 2020 Super 2 winner Tom Randall. A rookie hasn't won the series since Craig Lowndes. Could it be one of these three pull off the biggest surprise of the year? It could be a possibility. I'd reckon. Hey, Winterbottom, Pie, simulate on-track battle. Mark Winterbottom and Scott Pye used Team 18's final pre-season test to complete a race battle stim- simulation ahead of the thrifty Newcastle 500. Would have been interesting to watch out a win. Yeah, last that? weekend's yeah. thrifty Newcastle will be the first ever races of the new Gen 3 era. A reduction in downforce expected to produce closer racing as drivers can run closer to each other. I think they do now. You see the number of mirrors that Oh, yeah, get knocked off. off. Exactly <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, a car beside them or a wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Close encounters have been seen along the way in testing, notably both with Red Bull Racing Camaro, chased each other at Queensland Raceway. On Tuesday, Shane Van Gisbergen and Will Davidson swapped places on the track at the same circuit. Team 18's drivers did the same on Wednesday as the team readies for its first races in the new technical package. All in all, we had a really good day and we've got a good feeling heading into Newcastle, Pye said, who also enjoyed a green tyre run. Mm. We had a couple of gremlins early, but we got on top of those pretty quickly and then we played with the setup throughout the day. I think racing in a pack is going to be very interesting and extremely challenging. I got up close and had a battle with Frosty on track today and enjoyed the experience of something totally different. Today has been a good day. A lot tested and we finished exactly where we went, want to be heading into Newcastle. Winterbottom added, it's been good to be in the car so much. We've had three outings in the space of two weeks. We had a couple of little gremlins to start the day, but once we got going, we ran trouble free and had a really good day. We learnt a lot. Yeah, turn the key and all go. Hmm. We made some big changes. We didn't run many laps, but a, a lot of good changes, and every change we did to the car extracted more. Hmm. I, f- I feel quick. We've got some items in the toolbox of what we need to do, but I'm really ready to go to Newcastle. Yeah, one of the things that came out on one of the uh, programs I was reading with um with the test they had at um, Sydney, at uh, Eastern Creek, the Fords had a lot of trouble with the wheel nuts coming loose. Yes, they yeah. did. Mm, interesting. Yeah, something to do with the circlips not holding properly. Mm. 
Yeah, they'll sort of sort that out very, very quickly. Uh, you know, I found the other day, I had a thing sent to me. There was a, a semi-trailer that had a picture of a Ford sign, you know, the dealership sign. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was on a tow truck. Yeah, exactly. Even the sign getting towed. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a Holden person. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Camaro now, but yeah. Yes. So fast-learning drivers are pushing Erebus forward. Will Brown Brody Kostecki's ability to get on top of their new Gen 3 Camaro has, pressed, has impressed Erebus Motorsports boss Barry Ryan. Brown and Kostecki will form Erebus's driver's lineup for the third straight season in 23. Both drivers got to grips with the Erebus new Gen 3 Camaros in quick time and both were in the top three at the end of last week's Sydney test. It came as Erebus ran its own program, having shaken down both cars the week previous. With the thrifty Newcastle 500 just nine days away at this when this was written, Ryan is confident his drivers are well-paced uh, for the start of the new era. Both Will and Brody are excited by the cars. They like driving them, Ryan said in a team video. Totally different to the old car, and they're both good drivers. They've just adapted within laps of going out of the gate. They've adapted pretty quickly. The engineers have done a fantastic job to get the car set up in the window already. Mm. We think we can translate to each track, trying to make the car work out the gate instead of getting to, getting to Sunday and trying to tune the car. Between them, Brown and Corsetti combined for 60 round starts and 145 race starts. However, both drivers have proven in their two years as full-time drivers they aren't intimidated by the challenge of racing at the front. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Notably, Brown held off both Triple Eight drivers to win in Sydney in 21, while Kostecki battled for the Bathurst podiums now two years in a row. Brown's Sydney win remains Erebus' most recent victory, although both drivers scored silverware in 2022. Where Erebus is in the packing order now remains to be seen, with Ryan highlighting how the Ford teams didn't show their full hand at the Sydney test. Regardless, from what he's seen so far, Ryan believes his team, which will carry the Coca-Cola naming rights in 2023, is in a solid position. Credit to the whole team, the way we built the cars, he said. On track so far, we've been really good, really strong. It's hard to tell with Ford, though. They've got a few sandbags in the boot at the moment. (laughs) It's difficult to tell where we are. Both test days have been really competitive. Yes, now it's um, time to go. Is it? Yep, we're all done. Yeah. I wanted to get into a bit of Triple Eight. Yes, no, well, we'll have to talk about that um, next week before the race, I think, because we're talking about um, Richie Stanaway and uh, helping to remove the guesswork. So that'll be good for uh, next week, mate. Certainly will. All right, so from the, the time went very quick. It did, didn't it? From Johnny Painter. And Craig Stott, I've got to say goodbye, everyone, and um, catch up with it on Tuesday. You certainly will, and I'll look forward to seeing you then as well. And uh, I'm off to Mount Gambier out on the bike now. uh, Have a good weekend. Have a ride, for sure. I'm looking forward to the ride down there, too. It's uh, about six hours, but it's a good run. Have a cold one for me when you get there. Plenty of places to stop at and uh, yeah, take a photo or two. It's great. So from Johnny Painter, please be safe, folks. Remember, check those cars, check the headlights, do all those sort of things, and we'll be back with you next week for Sport and Road.
Goodbye. AJ's Motorcycles are now Shepparton Motorcycles. For more than 35 years, the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales, service and advice you would find anywhere. Shepparton Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan and the crew will remain on board, delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years. Supplying a great range of bikes, side-by-sides, parts and apparel, you will still find us in the same great location right next to the Shepherd and train station Shepherd and motorcycles your home of ktm and can-am lmct double one eight one nine one fm sponsor this is john painter and craig stott from, from one, one fm sport and road central tire service is now your goodyear auto care center with on-farm tire servicing computerized wheel alignment and balancing complete front end alignment and brake repairs and a full range of automotive batteries there's not a lot the friendly staff at goodyear auto care can't do servicing the goulburn valley since 1952 central tires now goodyear auto care can be found at 117 wellsford street shepparton phone 58 219 Sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.